Chicks Chat, the weekly podcast dedicated to educate and empower women to take control of their lives, where we talk fitness, nutrition, mindset, and wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by Fit Chicks Academy, where we help heart-centered women who love health and fitness get certified as fitness and nutrition coaches and build amazing businesses. If you're ready to create the life, health, and career you love, please join us for our upcoming fitness and nutrition expert certification program, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program. You can download the brochures at fitchicksacademy.com. Now let's dive into this week's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Okay, so one of the biggest questions that I hear from you guys all the time as health coaches is, can I give nutrition advice? So that is what we're talking about today on this episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And this is a, a very interesting topic. So I'm really happy we're talking about it today because I don't know how many emails and questions I get about this. And depending too on where you yeah. live and what your laws are and all this stuff. So I'm, I just want to really try to start to break it down as easy as possible. Now, the one thing I do want to say, though, before we get started is anything that I'm going to say or Amanda's going to say is not in lieu of legal advice. <laughs> also, <laughs> that you are checking with your local state or province regulations and laws because um, every state and province may have different um, different laws around what you can do okay so make sure that there is um, we'll put it with the blog post there's a link that will take you over to show you so you can select your st- your state or your province and see what it says but um, but yeah make sure please that you are checking that and also this is a not in any way in lieu of legal advice. <laughs> <laughs> we are not lawyers. <laughs> we are not lawyers. Um, okay, so like I said earlier, the question that we get a lot from fitness professionals, from health coaches is, am I allowed to give nutrition advice to my clients? And the answer is yes, you can. Now, this is where things do get a little bit gray area is because registered dietitians are only allowed to um, prescribe medical treatment or nutrition for medical treatment um, and you using diet-based therapies. So this is unlike a registered dietitian, health coaches, you're not legally allowed to diagnose or treat a client with a health condition. So does that right. make any so sense? That's like, yeah, no, that totally makes sense to me. Cause it's like, it's the whole idea is that if you're a registered dietitian, you are then able to be like, you know what? Okay. I know that this person is coming to me. They have type two diabetes, for example. Now I can then treat them and provide them solutions from a, like not even diagnostic standpoint, but from a, um, like a nutritional standpoint and a holistic standpoint and a supplement standpoint, et cetera, to be able to help them with that. Versus if you are a health coach, you're able to just provide sort of like a blanket, like this is not specific to any kind of disease or health related issues. It's just more of like, this is like a healthy living option to help you elevate your own health, but not necessarily towards that specific like medical condition. 
correct? Yeah. So like a registered dietitian. So it's a very specific, it's regulated. You have to have a four-year university degree. Um, you also have to pass a licensed exam in order to perform any type of medical nutritional therapy. So it is a very robust, it's a, it's a, it's a whole different, um, like occupation, right? But health coaches, nutrition coaches, even nutritionists, they fall under a different area. So where people get really confused though, is that is because they feel like they don't know where the lines are drawn or where you're overstepping the boundary into going into where it would only be allowed to be a registered dietitian. So people get nervous, right? So totally. kind of one of the major things that it's the, in the way things are, are written and the way things that you approach the way you talk to your clients. So if you have a medical, if you do not have a medical degree or a registered diet, dietitian degree, you cannot diagnose your clients with a medical condition or disease. So let's say you are doing an intake form on your client and you think, oh, they could have low thyroid function, right? You could mm -hmm. not say to your client, from what you've given me, I'm diagnosing you with low thyroid function. Exactly. Right? Only somebody- You cannot who, diagnose it yeah. as a health coach. You exactly. also cannot prescribe to a diet to treat your client's medical or clinical condition. So again, mm -hmm. so I can't say, okay, you have low thyroid function from what I've seen. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a complete diet to treat thyroid. And after you go through this, this diet, you will probably begin to feel better and what, whatever, like after you go on this protocol. So I'm prescribing this to you. So think about it almost like the way of like when you go to the doctors and they give you like the slip to go to get medicine at the pharmacy, right? Only a doctor can give you that slip. So it's the same thing only when it comes to health conditions, only someone who is a registered dietitian can prescribe a diet that's going to treat that. So a lot of registered dietitians too, that's why they work in hospitals, right? Because they're working side right. by side with people like, let's say, for example, kidney failure, right? So if you are dealing with kidney failure or you're on dialysis, you're going to have to have a very specific way of eating because your body can't break down certain foods, right? Exactly. So that's why they work very closely there. Now, so you can't diagnose, you can't prescribe, you can't treat. So those are the three words you really have to look at when you are actually talking to your clients. So write those down. You cannot diagnose, you cannot prescribe, and you cannot treat. Um, and this is where oh, sometimes people get, <laughs> people get in trouble because they're, they're writing things in a way that, that they can't. But what you can do is you can give, you know, nutrition advice. You can inform your clients about really healthy carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, um, different types of meats that are leaner. You can advise your clients on the benefits of, you know, eating more vegetables and more fiber and all of that stuff. You can explain health benefits of eating mm -hmm. more healthy fats. And um, you can coach about macronutrients compositions in foods. So again, the proteins, the fibers, the fats, uh, proteins, yeah. the fibers, the fats. You could share recipes. You can teach workshops. You can educate your clients on the impact of maybe grains, gluten, refined sugar, processed foods that could have on your hormones and on your body. So there's a lot of things that you can still talk about, but what you notice with that too, it's the word, right? You're informing, you're advising, you're explaining, you're coaching, you're sharing, you're educating. You're not diagnosing, you're not treating, you're, you're not prescribing. <laughs> exactly. I know that one of the biggest questions that we get oftentimes too is like, okay, so I understand like the difference between a dietitian and a health coach. 
can I provide a meal plan? And I always tell people, you can provide a sample meal plan to your clients. And I could be wrong, and I want you to correct me if I am, but you can provide a sample meal plan to them to help educate them on the different options, the different, um, like, the different opportunities that they can have to eat in and like inform them on how to eat healthy without being like, this will be able to provide you the results that you're looking for. Is that correct? Yeah. And again, this, it, it varies. It varies from state to province. Some states right. have no laws whatsoever. You can say whatever you want. Some are like, Oh no, that's <laughs> impeding on the, um, on the registered dietitians. Um, even there was a big thing this year where, and this is where too, the guys, because we have to remember nutrition is not regulated outside of registered dietitians. It's not regulated by any governing bodies. So what that means is pretty much anyone can call themselves a nutritionist. People are doing things without certifications. Look at Instagram alone. How many people are providing meal plans and challenges and um, promoting something? I know and detox teas and all these things that aren't certified, don't even know, but none of them are being, you know, arrested or taken down. Right. So this is where it is kind of an industry. And that's why we're so, so, so about getting certifications Mm -hmm. um, because there's a lot of misinformation. And also when it comes to nutrition too, there's a lot of misinformation because people take things that they believe or that they hear as just complete gospel. Right. Yeah. Or they like you watch a documentary on Netflix and suddenly you, you know, you're never eating meat again. Yes. Some people that will benefit them. And yes, for some people that would be a better, you know, way of living or going vegan, or maybe that's their belief system. But does that mean it's for everybody? No. Right. So like (laughs) you have to really trust the sources and you have to really make sure that you're getting these certifications to get the clarity on what is really going on. And I think you also have to like get interested in learning about what it is that you're going to be teaching about or talking about or selling or providing. Like you have to do the research and you have to take the time. I know um, Dave, my husband was just telling me about how like, cause you were just talking about the social media influencers and stuff and how apparently there was like a, like some sort of hoax or something that just happened where a company reached out, like a fake company reached out to some influencers and were like, Oh, offer like sell this on your page and we'll pay you X amount. And they were like, sure, no problem. And it was like a product that wasn't real. And like, if you read the actual ingredients, it was like cyanide in it. Like they did it like literally as just like a, like a social proof kind of thing to be like, do these people even pay attention? And I'm not saying not yeah. all do. I'm not, I'm not like putting people in a box being like, if you're a social media influencer, you're not paying attention. But it was interesting that these people just, they didn't do the research. They didn't spend the time to take the energy, the effort to be able to say like, yes, this is right. Yes, this is wrong. So take the time to be able to educate yourself enough and get enough background knowledge before you start just going out there and offering any kind of solutions to people. And that's why even like within our certification for holistic nutrition, weight loss expert, you become a registered health coach with the health coaching Alliance um, as well. But we teach two different approaches. We teach macro based plans, which is calculating Mm -hmm. macro breakdowns. And, um, and then, then you educate your clients on the food choices, but you're not saying eat six ounces of meat eat two cups of this. You know what I mean? Like it's, that's one approach, which also gives more flexibility. Then the other yeah. approach that we do is healthy habits coaching. 
So it is, again, you're educating on these healthier habits and start implementing these habits into your life. So you're not, like I said earlier, prescribing, treating, diagnosing, you're coaching, you're advising, you're informing, you're educating to live the healthiest life possible. So Mm -hmm. a lot of it really is in the verbiage. And what I was going to say earlier, what I started to say was about, um, there was this thing in the news recently too about this girl who I believe she was originally from California where there is no nutrition um, state laws and she moved to, or they're, they're not, they're not as strict. She moved to Florida, which has stricter laws. So she ended up getting a fine for $500 that she was operating outside of her, like her ability. Outside of her state? Outside of her scope, um, within that state. So, um, she is actually right now in the middle, it's actually being fought in court and um, it looks like the, the laws are going to be changing again because they were taking away from her freedom of speech. Um, also, it means that you're really kind of siloing one industry into one, one person's way of doing things. So if registered dietitians they, like say that this is the way to do it, but what about all these other ways of eating that works for different people or lifestyle right. that work for other people? So if you can't talk about nutrition, even in the place of having lifestyle change, then you're missing a huge piece of the puzzle, which we all know. Yeah. But like registered dietitians, do they only focus on weight loss? No. You know, like they are dealing with different medical issues. So it's not, I, I think we need both. And that's why, you know, we're so passionate about it. And there's yeah. so many other holistic nutrition schools and certifications other than just having to go the route of registered dietitian. I never wanted to work in a hospital. I want to help people make better choices and feel better and live healthier and balance out their body through doing those, um, doing like the healthy lifestyle nutrition changes. So if I wasn't able to talk about it, that would make me like, first of all, you wouldn't be able to get your clients any results, right? Yeah. So no, definitely. But yeah, so it's going to be interesting over the next little bit too, to see what comes out of this case, because I think there's now also with the online space, like it's very hard to start to regulate these things because they everyone could just call themselves a health coach without even doing, you know, a lot of people work for like MLM companies and they call themselves health coaches and they're not. Right. Um, so yeah, so that's something that I think is going to be really interesting that comes out. And then also just when it comes to, again, yeah, like the, the meal plan question, like it really depends. It depends on where you live. It depends on the way you're writing it. And that's why the way that we create I was gonna say it, how you position it, how you position it, how you write it. Um, and again, how you deliver it. It's, there's so much of course in the, in that wording. So just be really aware of that when you're doing your marketing, when you're doing your advertising, Um, one thing too, I always say to our students is in addition to when you were talking about things, make sure that you're building up a resource library of evidence based, um, articles and things that will support what you're talking about. So what I mean by that is let's say you are talking to your clients about the benefits of essential fatty acids. Okay. So omega threes, we all know that salmon is a great source of omega three. And instead of saying, Oh, you have to take you know, fish oil pills. You can educate them about the different options that there's, you know, how to find, how to select good fish oil, how to, um, what are some good brands, what you want to look for when it comes to the DHA versus EPA and the ratio, um, all that stuff. And then what I like to, what I tell my students, what I do as well is you have articles that are going to back up what you're talking about. So you also, you know, you know, they're from 
valid sources. So you can send them the articles that, of course, too, will help them learn more about it, too. So it just is another way as well that you're always going back to evidence-based stuff. You're not just making claims that, like, omega-3 is amazing for you. Take as much as you want. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you're not just basing it on your, like, opinion. You're actually basing it on facts. Yeah. And to me, this is where, I mean, like, I feel like more than ever, we need health coaches. We're seeing, and it's such a huge growing industry. It's supposed to double within the next five years, like, because we're seeing so many people who are A, so confused with all this conflicting information, B, Mm -hmm. they're, they're getting more stress and living unhealthier than ever. And see, so many people are obese and obesity, whether it's not about vanity, guys, we're talking about health conditions. So if people don't start changing their lifestyles, and again, we're not treating obesity, we're not diagnosing obesity, we're not prescribing (laughs) for obesity, but we're going to promote and educate them on how to live a healthier life so they don't have to deal with obesity down the road or can can change their life now. So... Um, so that was kind of our chat today about, can you give advice as a health coach or fitness professional? So again, please make sure you do check out what your state laws are, um, and what's going on there for you. And if there is any conflict and then just be very aware of how you position things. And of course that you are not stepping into what registered dietitians are only allowed to do. Exactly. You don't want to cross over those lines and then be caught in the situation that you're going to court as well, like this girl. <laughs> yeah. But we'll keep you guys posted too on the podcast of what comes out of that. Cause I think it's going to be extremely yeah. interesting. I think that, you know, this is a, this is a field now that people see the value in it so much. And they're like, mm-hmm. you know, we can't just, there, ha- we need to figure we out. We can't just have this one way of doing things yeah. anymore. <laughs> exactly. Agreed. Okay, guys. So thank you so much for listening today. Again, on the blog, we'll be posting links to all of this stuff. um, And I'll I'll also post a link to that case. It's uh, actually on this website about holistic health. So they always keep it updated as to what's going on. So you can kind of see what's changing uh, in the industry. And then of course, if you want to join our upcoming holistic nutrition weight loss expert program, it starts February 18th. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In this program, of course, we do focus on weight loss and a holistic approach to weight loss, but it's really about getting the body in balance and learning all these amazing healthy habits and lifestyle approach in addition to nutrition. Um, You'll also become a registered health coach with the Health Coaching Alliance. So that's a really great, sorry, you're eligible. You can go right ahead and apply with them. Um, So Make sure to check it out, fitchacademy.com forward slash H-W-L-E brochure. And we will talk to you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you for joining us this week. And remember, if you are ready to create the life, health, and career you love, join us for the upcoming Fitness and Nutrition Expert or our Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Expert certification programs. Download the brochures at fitchicksacademy.com.